0: And we're back with another episode in this one Sitting down with Nikki again, my wife And we're kind of recapping the previous month's episodes uh, Upon request this was So um, we had some fun Stay tuned Yo I ain't gonna lie y'all be a little faded on tonight's episode.
1: Real ass people in this house.
0: (laughs) And by that introduction, y'all have heard that I got Nikki, uh, my wife back in here in the studio with me. Uh, By popular request, um, I was only going to have her on the one time because I just felt that she overpowered me. And uh, if you know me, uh, you know, the spotlight's got to be on me. But, you know, by popular request of what, but probably about 30% of the listeners, which is like two people, <laughs> <laughs> were like, yo, uh, Nikki was dropping that shit. and Not that shit, y'all. She only drops that for me, okay? But, um, and they wanted to hear her back. And what somebody requested and um, asked for was like a monthly recap in what we, uh, what the podcast has done for the month to get her on and... See if she has any um, perspective on it. So we're going to kind of recap in light form some of the episodes and what she listened to and what she thought about it. And maybe she's telling me I suck, but keep going. And maybe she'll say um, that I just suck. What do you think, babe?
1: Let's do it.
0: So um, at the beginning of the month, we uh, we had the podcast about the retirement of the uh mass chief um title quickly forgotten and uh you know I, I touched on a lot of things one of the things i touched on was talking with your dad about retirements and stuff and i don't mean you've talked about um retirement that you participated in as a family member uh what do you think about that not just the episode, but like, you know, retirements in general. Being that you are yourself prior, if you guys don't know, Nikki did serve. She did four years.
1: Wardroom in the house.
0: <laughs> Wardroom in the house. Okay. She's my little J.O. that I took under my wing to train and make better. Okay. <laughs> you know, sure. But anyway, so yeah, just like, what do you think about the retirement things and all that?
1: Um, I, you know, I think like if you made a huge impact on so many sailors, I don't think you're quickly forgotten. I think that it feels that way and it is true. The Navy will keep on going. I mean, it's, it's like any job, you quit a job and it's going to keep, it's going to keep going without you because it still has to run. Um, but like people who feel like you are quickly forgotten, you should also feel proud because that means that you, like your sailors, are trained up enough that you you passed on your wisdom. You don't have to worry about it anymore.
0: What do you think about the part though, where I was talking about, like especially within the chief's mess house, like, and and this one's kind of funny because there is COVID stuff, you know, uh, restrictions still in place but how oftentimes it's like people just not showing up or not taking it serious after, especially in the chiefs, but we do a lot of preaching about the fellowship and brotherhood, sisterhood stuff, and then we, it's still not taken t- to the level that it should be the serious factor of it.
1: I think that was pretty jacked up, um, to not be involved, you know, because that was one of your sailors. Like you should, I mean, he's your brother, right? So you should have asked, hey, man, do you need anything? Um, But it kind of, COVID kind of just washed out everything in general. So it just made everything, like, less important.
0: And and like I said, I said it during the podcast, it makes it an easy excuse to throw out there and just be like, yep, can't do it, can't support.
1: Yeah, COVID.
0: And I mean, again, COVID is serious, but also it's just, it's too easy just to be able to throw, it's like, they would have said no anyways. This is just a good thing to throw out there.
1: Yeah. But there should be like at least one person representing the, um, command, right. The mess from that command. Right. Right. Um, Exactly. At least one person. Right. It didn't have to be the whole mess there, but at least one person of the highest stature, there yeah it's just my opinion i mean if that person couldn't make it pass it off to someone else who could
0: what um what do you remember about your dad's retirement that still sticks with you I cried
1: <laughs> <laughs> cried cried a lot yeah i mean my dad did 30 years and all i remember is like him serving like that was my entire Whole life yeah yeah from like that was my childhood was him in the service i cried because i I knew how important the navy was to him and that's like that's my dad he is a master chief in the navy like what is he gonna do now i have no idea like
0: fuck dad's home (laughs) i'm gonna start crying
1: uh you know i don't i was actually excited for my dad because i remember every time my dad went underway i'd cry every time he left i would cry because it's just like man my dad's always gone and then now that, you know, he's retiring, he did his full time, um, it was, we knew it was going to be different, that he was going to be home all the time, um, and it was definitely an adjustment, but, um, I mean, it's just like you did all the work. And you mean ad-
0: adjustment for everyone in the house, right? right. Like your mom and everyone, because you guys were so used to that's him. All,
1: that's all we know about our dad was, he's a Navy man. Yeah. And now we're transitioning into him being a civilian. That's like, we don't know what civilian dad is like, what is that going to be like?
0: Cause he worked afterwards immediately.
1: He didn't. Mm. He took a year off.
0: Okay. A year off. But I mean, st- I mean, still like, well, he worked, he went right back into the workforce and it was just like you said, like dad's still working. Dad's still doing the, you know, now the government thing before the Navy. And so now you, like you said, uh, it, it is interesting now that I'm part of that family too, looking at like, what is dad going to do? Cause just the short little bit I've known him has been dad working, you know? And it's like, is, is he really just going to wake up and do nothing?
1: Well, yeah. Now he's on the way to retire, retire.
0: Yeah. Like f- for real retire. Yeah.
1: Hopefully. Same. Like
0: all work. Yeah. Not do it anymore. Yeah. That'd be good.
1: It would be good for him, but also, I don't know, it's, um, it gives you, like, a purpose every day, even though, like, you know, you should relax, because you've been working hard so much for so long, like, to relax, what is relaxing? Like, when you're relaxing, you're not really relaxing. Yeah, you are. I mean, I am. (laughs) You relax
0: right now. (laughs) All right, um... Yeah, I think it's just uh, retirements. I think they're very special. I think everyone deserves at least a small one for their family and loved ones.
1: I think I think all, especially like Navy retirements, they're so rich in tradition. I think that was like the, um, I think that's what what sparked my tears at my dad's retirement because it was so flawless, um, and you know. I knew the Navy was so rich in tradition, but watching that whole ceremony was like wow! It, you know, it was so amazing to see everybody just do their part and take it seriously because I mean you deserve like the perfection because of the amount of sacrifice you you gave to the profession, you yeah. Know? And I don't think I don't think people like honor the traditions in the Navy as serious as they should. Like, I think like a lot of the newbies that come in, they, they think, God, this is such a waste of time. I got, I got, I got evals to do. I got so much stuff to do. I got to go home. But like, you know, if it's your brother or your sister in the mess, like wouldn't you want to take it seriously? Because once you're there. Wouldn't you want them to take it as serious for for your ceremony? Yeah. And then I've also been finding, like, a lot of people don't want a ceremony, you know, especially, like, with COVID. They're okay with not having a ceremony. And I'm just like, yes, you know, me as a nurse, I, I do think the virus is serious, but also you can still have a great ceremony with just a small number of people.
0: Yeah. The one most important to you and your family.
1: And I feel like the Navy retirement is just so, is like one of the most important like chapters, like in your Naval career. Yeah. Like you're closing that chapter.
0: If, if you were, you did not give a speech at your dad's retirement, right?
1: I did not know.
0: Could you have or or would you have been too mm. overwhelmed with the with the crybaby face?
1: No, I I think I was like nineteen when my dad retired, so I don't think I was like mature enough to to give a speech.
0: We've just been up there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i get into two words of the speech and just like lose it.
0: Um You ready for my retirement?
1: Mm, yes, yes, and no.
0: What? What do you mean, no?
1: No, because of ceremony. I know. Oh, you don't want to be crybaby baby face again. Because
0: <laughs> everyone's always and that's uh, you know that's it's it's not funny. Like ha we're laughing at you, but everyone is always, I think, looking at the family, wondering what their response yeah, is going to be and neighbor, how they're doing it. Our yeah.
1: neighbor invited us to his retirement. He's a retired <laughs> master chief now. And watching his whole family just reminded me of, yeah, like our family at the ceremony, and I freaking cried. <laughs> at
0: the yeah, I, yeah, I, that and was I, my first retirement as a chief, and it was it was very well done, and everything. But his speech also—that
1: is where I cried.
0: Right, and, and that was because he touched on one of your favorite movies of all time.
1: Rocky Balboa.
0: <laughs> and, and you know, that whole, it's not about how hard you can. It's how about <laughs> the yeah, And then
1: his daughter started crying. I yeah, was like, man. Oh, because yeah. he mentioned that he wasn't there for the middle yeah. child's um, graduation. Yeah. And I was just sitting there like, oh, my God. Like, all of the... All the things that you know, my dad couldn't make it for in our lives. I was just like, that was like, you know, it's not just my family that went through that. I mean, that's every family, thousands yeah. of families out Those there. Those are all every Navy day. families going through it. And yeah, you really have to have the stomach. To be a Navy spouse, I mean, I'm not trying to say that Navy, Navy wives have the hardest jobs <laughs> in the Navy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it's like you really have to have the strength and, and independence to really take it. I feel like it's an extra role on top of being a spouse.
0: Yeah. And maybe that'll be a whole separate podcast for another time. I don't know. Dependa on duty. Stay tuned. More on that. And then uh, we follow that up with the uh, the Mahogany Roads with Dave and uh, Nia and, you know, their RV life. How would you like that? Because, oh, uh, yeah. well, because, you know, I'm always talking about, babe, babe, let's go camping. Let's get a van. Let's get a Mercedes. Let's fit it out. Let's we don't even have to do the work ourselves. We could just buy one. And you're just like, shut up.
1: Well, when you told me that you were doing a podcast with them, I was like, oh, let me check out. Let me check out their Instagram. And um man, their RV is pretty legit. It's like luxurious.
0: Yeah. It's bigger than a Mercedes. You guys Anything to, that i would be you guys showing
1: you. You have to check it out on Instagram at the Mahogany, the Mahogany Roads. Yeah, it's pretty legit. Really re- legit. Um I think that's pretty crazy. I I applaud them like 200, 300% on what they're doing cuz I mean that's that's their retirement life, man. Like, enjoy it. Do you have full control and I think I think people tend to just want the freedom like yeah, that. Like yeah. after after being told where to go, uh, like what to do in your career and then you have that freedom now. It's just like why not? Why not do what you want to do? I personally wouldn't do that because I am happy with the house we're living in. Camping maybe one or two days, maybe, but that's not until, like, another.
0: If ever, because you guys got to see her face. Like, am I really about to say this out of my mouth?
1: So, like, what's the closest Airbnb to that spot?
0: You're so bad.
1: Um, But I, I really think it's amazing, especially the diversity that they're bringing To the community as well. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And especially like doing it with a toddler. I could not imagine like living on the road with Mikey and Penelope. I think I would want to jump out of the window
0: (laughs) while it was moving. (laughs) Well, you know, the good point they brought up about that. and, And with this is with any kid when you're raising them, right? Like those kids only know what you put in front of them. So, like, for their daughter, she only knows, like, that RV life. Yeah. So, she doesn't know if she's missing out on anything. Plus, I mean, at two years old, just like Mike and Penelope, they don't know what they're missing out. They don't know what missing out is. They know that, like, you know, today when we went for our walk, we just kind of opened up their world, like, 5,000%, right? Instead of just the the driveway in the backyard, they're like, oh, shit, I live in a neighborhood, <laughs> what is going there's people out here and dogs and you know mikey and well mikey the whole time penelope towards the end was like oh hi hi you know Michael was, uh hi 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 like telling everyone hi but so i you know but it is i think it's just the space of of how much space a a, a toddler can take up you know uh, of just like man they're only like these little two foot 35 pound creatures but they need like a whole king size bed for themselves of space. And I'm not just talking about for sleep. I'm just talking about for bouncing back and forth (laughs) and jumping up and down.
1: Exactly. That's why I would crawl out the window. Yeah. (laughs) So,
0: so what they're doing with that is, it's really amazing. It is, you know,
1: especially like, uh, if you look on their Instagram, man, the places they go are just so amazing. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like, you know, my grandparents, I think I've told you this, my grandparents uh, RV'd, right? I didn't know that. So uh, when my when my dad's mom and his stepdad, when he retired, um, they went RVing. And they started off in like a small one, but eventually they got to them big, flat-faced, like 40, 50, 60-foot, big old janky janks, you know? And they like, they were, uh, but they were old. Right. And that's the other thing. A lot of people think RVing is for like, it's the old was what you do when you're old, but there's a lot more youthful, you know, thirties, forties doing it more and more, especially with the, you know, um, I don't want to say invention, but like the, I guess the invention of hashtag van life and like the Mercedes Sprinter outfits that I show you all the time.
1: Well, like the van life has actually been around for
0: since hippie days. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, homeless people were doing it, living in cars, way before it became cool.
1: Yeah, people these days like social media made it famous.
0: Yeah, but how uh, what I was saying, but so so my grandparents they were doing that, but they never went or that at, at least shared with us the cool ass shit. And one uh, obviously no social media, so we would have to see old like Polaroids and shit or pictures developed in twenty four hours at the local Walgreens. But we never saw pictures like you saw the mahogany roads going of places they went to. You know what I mean? Yeah. For my grandparents, it was like hopping around military base to military base where throughout America wherever they went. Like yeah. that was it. So it wasn't as it wasn't as uh it didn't seem as cool or fun, you know what I mean? Yeah. So now today, like when you got so much better technology and you see younger generation doing it in all the national parks and so much more, um, tools, right? Like mapping tools and, and online tools that you can use to see the different parts of the, of the country. I think that makes it a lot better than just like this old idea of RVs are for old people and they go to RV parks.
1: Um, I told you we went camping when I was a kid, right? Yeah, and it
0: tormented you, and that's why I haven't been able to get you to camp since we've been married.
1: It didn't torment me. I mean, I had fun as a kid doing it with, um, so we were stationed, well, my dad was stationed in Japan, and we would, we did all the things we could, because it was overseas, so we were trying to enjoy everything, um, because it was Japan, so we would camp maybe like once a month or something with other other families. It was fun, but the part that I hated was sleeping on hard ground because there was no like
0: Pop- rooftop tents.
1: Yeah, there's no rooftop tents. There's no like memory
0: uh, foam mattress
1: cushion for the tent. It was like straight tent and then dirt wherever you had to make sure you set up like on flat ground, and then um. I like showers, so overrated. <laughs> so overrated not people. A fan of like roughing it. I don't like roughing it.
0: But again, and, and y'all, hey, y'all, slide into the DMs. Let her know about how many different ways you could shower out there. I tell you all the time, the technology that is out there for camping people is so insane. You, they have toilets that attach to buckets. I don't care. That vacuum seal your poop shut so you don't have to like, so you can throw it away and not smell it. No. Pop up showers with, with pressurized, you know, five gallon water kits, you know? So honey, we can do it. I'm good. We believe in you. (laughs) Fine. I'm taking the kids. Michael, not Penelope. I can't, I'll lose her in the forest. (laughs) I just know that she'll be like, Oh, woods, forest, Godzilla. (laughs) and i don't know but um yeah hey so if you didn't listen to that one please go listen to the mahogany roads follow them like them on facebook and instagram it is really really cool the adventures they're going on and i can't wait till they um get out of their uh winter hibernation spots and kind of get back out on the open road and start seeing more of what they're going it hold on because that's another wrap-up go do that but if we were to go RV or like van life it, say for just the summer and we were staying at RV parks where you do have showers, okay? Or we have a built-in shower in our unit. Where would you like to go? Like just everywhere or is there like something where you're like I've never seen this part of the country, I want to go see that or
1: Um, I think I'd want to go uh, I don't know. Every everywhere. Like definitely Grand Canyon, Moab, Zion, like all the, all the cool, cool places. Yeah. All the off-road spots that I'd be
0: showing you on the the off-road things. Yeah. And
1: I don't think I'd want to stay at an RV park.
0: Well, you got to put RV into RV park so you could dump the sewage so you could shower.
1: Whatever. Yeah, that's where I would want to go.
0: Yeah, hashtag Airbnb for Nikki, y'all. That's <laughs> that's that's what she's getting at. She's like, nope, we could just take the forerunner and stay at Airbnbs. I'll book them on the way.
1: Yeah, why don't we just Airbnb it and then just drive to the location?
0: Why not just drive and live at the location?
1: Because
0: you know, a lot of the places have like RV parks, like there, where you could just stay there. Great and moving on yeah hey I could read the room people I could read the room okay um, so then we had the uh, episode with Nick
1: oh is that is that Nick already
0: yeah we're already on Nick we only did like four since I I, I, it was like one a week honey I
1: feel like you were you did so much
0: (laughs) damn okay (laughs) I don't know how to take that y'all like (laughs) <laughs> told you we're we'll fucking
1: they all kind of just blend together, oh right? great
0: know. that sounds encouraging <laughs> so yeah we're on we're up to Nick
1: um I think it was a it was a good podcast um it gave you know his pers- her his perspective on it's like a part two on fatherhood I guess like a single father and how he went about yeah, you know, how he and his ex went about their divorce. Yeah, I mean, I think it's unfortunate, you know, that they didn't work it out, you know, to stay together. But like, if it if it can't work, I mean, it can't work, you know. Right. Um. And also, like, um, what he the values he instill instills in his children. I mean, those are pretty awesome. Um values because eventually those values are are going to make them better people and also I mean like good people tend to fall into good careers whether they're making hella money or not they're gonna be okay.
0: And they attract other good people. Yeah. Right. I think, you know, that was a lot of the focus, you know, was on what he did. Right.
1: I don't understand like the, the, and I don't want to feed into the, the controversy of it. Cause I don't think it's controversial. I don't think the podcast was controversial at all.
0: Right. But like people were focused on that and I understand why, because he did bring it up and then he didn't say, then people kind of looking at me like, well, why didn't I press him on it? And that, well, I said, well, I didn't press him on it. Right. Because he acknowledge that he'd messed up or whatever. But you know, to me, the the more important thing when you're talking to someone is, you know, what are they doing now, and what are the lessons they're teaching? Especially when you're talking to parents, and the and that parent is talking about parenting, right? Um, I want to know like how are you parenting, because I might learn something from you, right? And you might learn something from me about how how we're doing it and why we're doing it that way. And I think too often as as in that category of parents, um. We quickly look at others as like, no, you're doing it wrong. I'm doing it right. And there's no discussion about it. There's only my way to raise a child. And I know know you as a mother and a new mother three years ago, mothers experience that more, I think, even more than fathers because you get the, oh, nope, you're putting the titty in the mouth wrong. Do it this way. Nope, nope, nope. Do it that way.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'd get the, oh, my God, why aren't you breastfeeding still? Because I couldn't produce milk. Uh, keep it moving. <laughs> but I I just feel like um, people people are going to parent what works for them people are always going to judge like what you do and people, I mean, people are always watching you, but I feel like he owned up to his mistake and I just feel like, um, every human being makes mistakes, you know? Um, but I don't feel like people should fixate on a mistake and then judge their character off that. Like what would the, what would knowing the details behind the cheating do for, for you, you know what I mean? Or or,
0: what, why? And this is why I didn't bring like go more into it because to me, the discussion was more about, and and maybe it was like a, a repeat of the last episode. That's fine. But it was more about like how he's coming out of it and how he handled like the divorce is an actual series of events separate from the action that caused the divorce. So I wanted to know and get from him how he handled that separate action and how he's handling it with the kids and how his ex is handling it with the kids and how they're handling it together with the kids. You know what I mean? And so, you know, when, like I said, you can learn stuff from people through those to make your own divorce better. Maybe, or to avoid the divorce altogether, or maybe just because me. something they say uh, of their parenting skills, you're not doing, you know what I mean? So then you take that on. And so, you know, I, I thought it was awesome when he said like he, he's teaching his sons and his daughter, you know, who's a little bit younger, but you know, on her way there to do the adult uh, life skills, as it was said, right? The life skills of, well, being an adult,
1: people who don't, who can't relate or aren't going to understand. It, it's almost like, you know, it, who, who understands why people kill each other? Right. You can't understand because if you had that same, same mental state, then yeah, you'll understand, but you don't, you haven't been inside that mind to totally understand like what is going on or like why they're doing what they're doing is because it's non-relatable you know what I mean it's okay and it's okay if it doesn't if it's non-relatable to you um then that's a lesson that you're learning is like if you're saying I wouldn't do it that way okay then that's a lesson you learned from that that you wouldn't do it that way but you don't have to discredit what someone else did because you know you're not going to do that
0: and that's still a lesson that you have to implement right like
1: it's still something that you learned right right,
0: but you still have to implement the lesson Right. right so for like teaching michael and penelope life skills we are barely touching on that yeah right with pick up your legos right we're a far away from away from folding clothes and doing that other stuff. You know what I mean? So, um,
1: you know, I will say, I know growing up as a female, I mean, what the stigma is. Oh, get, make sure you marry someone who is financially stable and, and all of that. But my, my parents taught me and they've, they drill this to me every day, which is why I was not allowed to have a boyfriend in high school, even in college. <laughs> and um, like it was because I had to study first. I had to make sure I had my own career first because if God forbid I met someone and he decided to divorce me one day because it does happen. You have to be realistic and think, you know, he might leave your ass for, you know, a, hot a plethora
0: little... <laughs> of reasons. Right.
1: And um, you have to be able to stand on your own. And that's the same kind of values I plan on teaching both Mikey and Penelope, not just Penelope because she's a female, but Michael as well, because he has to be able to know what to do and so does my daughter she's got to know what to do like if someone left them which i hope it never does or if
0: they never find anyone
1: or if they never find anyone because like those life skills are life skills it's, right it's um you know it's something as simple as paying the bills how are you gonna pay the bills i have to have a good job
0: well you know. i mean it's even more simpler than that right because we're talking about life skills how do you pay the bills you like how do you get insurance? <laughs> No, I'm not talking about, no, no, I'm not even talking about getting a job. Like, how do you pay the insurance? People oh, yeah, don't know how to pay yeah, the fucking yeah. insurance. Did it, well, what do you mean? Uh, yeah, my car doesn't have insurance. What, because it, it's funny because I, I, like segue or not segue, but a, a, a little tangent here. Uh, One of my homies hit me and was like, oh, you talking about insurance? Don't you remember Italy? <laughs> and if you know, you know, and I'll just leave it at that. But I'll tell you that later offline. But, um. P- there there are people that don't know how to get insurance for their vehicle. They have a job, they have money, and they're they're like, what do I do?
1: Yeah, that's true, because um, I didn't get my first... I mean, I had used cars, like, in high school and college, like, um, but it wasn't mine. It was more like my parents lended me a car to use, um to do what i needed to do but it was still my responsibility but when i got my first nursing job i was able to get a on. and that was my first sign i had no idea how to apply for a loan and then right. i had no idea that applying for a first time loan would be like a 14 percent interest rate um which i did not go with by the way which I had to learn how to navigate. Like, how do I get a good interest rate? What's good? What's bad? I have no idea. But
0: even at that, your dad was there to help you, right? Right, right. Even at twenty, no shit, you're older than that.
1: Yeah, I think I was twenty, twenty-three, yeah, or twenty-four when I got my first car. You got
0: this little sign, and, in, yeah.
1: And um, I was so adamant about not having anyone cosign. Because it was my first time loan, I had I actually had no credit history. Yeah, because I didn't have a credit card. Um, because I just didn't ever want to have one because I knew I would just swipe the shit out of a credit card as a college student. You know, so I, I had the self control not to have one. People would say that's not smart, but to me, it was smart for me because I knew what my yeah study. you knew yourself yeah.
0: But you know, it just goes what we're talking about is like you have to teach life skills because that's like and me and Nick talked about. That's a foundation of life and those life skills come in so many things, not just, you know, housekeeping and how to keep up your house and how to clean your house.
1: But but, you know, it comes with
0: the, it comes with the, how to do insurance, how to go get a loan. Um, you know, nowadays we don't balance a fucking checkbook, but
1: or yeah, how and, you know
0: how to check your money,
1: and you kind of teach them little by little, like age appropriately. So yeah. right now he's teaching the the basic stuff like folding the laundry and just being like, you know, taking Hygiene. care, of, yeah, taking care of people around you. Because as they become adults, you know, like they're gonna if they're gonna go do something, yeah, let me ask the people around me if they need something. Yeah. You know,
0: looking out for the family like that. Yeah, that was pretty cool, too, because I don't my family didn't do that shit. F- fuck you. You ain't here. You ain't getting shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. See, like, you know, we
0: we and good or bad, you know, we'd show up to places coming from fast food spots. I'd be like, no, nah, nah, I saw me. I saw for me to get something to eat. Y'all were already here.
1: And like, believe it or not, like my parents pretty much taught me and my brother the same thing, like. You should always take care of your brother. You should t- always take care of your sister. You know, that's why we're so close is because we always take care of each other and like the people around us, you know? Yeah. Um, and like the, all the same life skills, like for, like my dad taught me to fold clothes like the military way. So that's <laughs> the only way I know how to fold clothes.
0: Well, <laughs> Thank you for folding the clothes. <laughs> I ain't gonna say no else what I was gonna say though because you shot me that look. I gotta refold my shirts. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I think that's I think that's you know, and the one thing that the best thing that we got Mikey down to right now, I think, is feeding the dog.
1: Oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: I love that he's three years old and he feeds the dog.
1: Or if, it's what? not
0: every day, but like it if if it hasn't been done when I get home around like noon usually. I ask him, his. I don't know where kids learn to lie. His little line yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then I'll be, so I'll look right over at you, right, baby. And I'm like, did you feed the dog? Nope. And nope. Like, all right. Well, I'm gonna feed the dog. And then all of a sudden, he was like, no, no, I'll feed the dog. I'll feed the dog. And I was like, I thought you fed him. And he was like, no, no, I got it. I got it. And then he goes and feeds the dog. And that, I mean, you can say that's not a life skill, but it's learning how. Like what I'm trying to teach him is how to learn to take care of that pet that other thing that needs food and watering so you know and this is gonna sound fucked up but so he knows that he also needs to take care of his sister right (laughs) also
1: um routine
0: yes routine yep yeah yeah that's very that you wake up you do this you do that you know you you feed the dog all that stuff yeah
1: Yeah, or taking out the dog, because if he sees Apollo by the door, he opens the door.
0: Yep. And that's also because we want another dog, and the next dog's going to be there, so they need to be able to take care of him. Picking up poop's a good year away, but, man, I can't wait. (laughs) I make sure he's out there watching me so he he can fucking see what I'm doing. and He'll be like, Dad, what are you doing? I'm picking up the shit. You ready? (laughs) You're up next. Are you ready? Yeah. In his little dinosaur work boots. All right. Um, Anything else about that? I think Nick's a great guest. I really like him when he comes on. Um,
1: Yeah, I think I said most of what I wanted to say in the comments.
0: And if you're wondering about what comments we're talking about, please visit Bravo Zulu podcast on Facebook at BZ podcast on Facebook. Back to our regular schedule show. All right. And then we had the, what we've been talking about a lot, uh, even more than the nick shit right nick podcast was the real ass chief tiktok oh my
1: gosh
0: right which was um whoa that was uh something else wasn't it um, like like don't even put on your little dependa hat right now put on like your a long time ago naval officer hat like what the fuck
1: um i'm sure some people would say man she's a jail what she gotta say to a chief First of all, <laughs> oh shit y'all First of got all, just because I was j o doesn't mean I had I didn't have a voice, okay., uh, but I will say that I her intentions were probably supposed to be funny, but like it was not that funny. It was actually pretty ridiculous. like she she does like all the stereotypical. Navy chief things that junior sailors talk about
0: don't like.
1: Yeah, they don't like. They talk about, and you gotta remember, like when I was a when an officer, um, I my the medical side of the navy was is very different. Like we work very closely with the junior enlisted. There's no like chief in between, so the junior enlisted are always, like, asking me for help. Like, how do I navigate through NCIPs and stuff like that? Um, so, like, I would always hear them, like, make fun of chiefs because, like, the chief that we had for our department, I mean, most of them are, like, hardly around because we're, like, night shifts, so we don't ever see yeah, any of the chiefs. Um, you'll see them walk through, like when they're on duty, but that's it. Um, and they make fun of like, I mean, she had a part where she like knife hands all the time. Like who knife that's hands? So, <laughs> like, who like knife hands. Nobody. Yeah. I don't think
0: except if maybe you're RDC or something.
1: And then, okay, check this out. And she always says shipmate.
0: I'd be using shipmate.
1: No, but she like, I, it's the way that she's using it. It's just like, okay, for real. Like, like,
0: it's just it came off as such self-glorification. Yeah. You know, especially when she gets into like, you know, that she's coming for senior chief and then CMC, which is cool, you know, like if you're that highly motivated, um do your thing reservist. <coughs> my, <laughs> shit, what I say? But uh, uh my bad. I had something in my throat.
1: There's nothing wrong with being a reservist. No,
0: nothing okay. wrong at all, but there's a lot wrong when you are a reservist
1: and you're faking the funk.
0: And, and you're out there playing dress up. Yes. Which I think like, as more people looked into it, that's how I took it. I'll tell you straight up. That's how I took it. And, and some of this wasn't said on, on, on the, this actual episode, so I might be, you know, letting it out now, okay. but that's fine. Uh, let me, but,
1: let me say this. I mean, how many of you like Google try to Facebook her and say, what command is she at? You can't find it. Right. Why can't you find it? Yeah. It's hard to find her. Reserve yeah. his
0: command. <laughs> it, it's it's just bad it was bad i did not talk to any chief or any e6 and below any blue shirt that was like oh no i liked it. it was cool i didn't talk to anyone i saw it in the comments but even in the comments it some of them were just kind of like well you know i'm not gonna knock her you know she's whatever it was kind of like a non-comment you know what i mean it was like it, it was a comment saying that they're not going to comment on it. Okay, that's fine, but you can't if if you can't say, yep, that's good to go, that's Chiefs, that's what we should be doing," then it's not a positive thing, right?
1: Yeah.
0: So uh, you know, and and so when I was making the po- the episode on it, and I I went to her actual TikTok page and I looked at like. I think it was all her videos you know the ones because other people are like oh she makes other ones about text messaging sailors or sailors text messaging their chief and stuff about different crazy things right and one of them was like um pretty much getting that phone call text message about being in jail
1: um can we like i just want to say like those tiktoks about the text messaging is like i'm gonna say is low-key snitching on your sailors
0: Right, and and, and I would say like she wasn't flashing up actual text messages. It was like written, like typed out text on the video.
1: She was making up scenarios,
0: making up scenarios, but those scenarios are real, right? Like if if you're a chief for any amount of time, or you know, you don't even have to be a chief. If you've been in, you know that ha- that has happened. So, and I said it in the podcast, What the fuck is funny about that? You know, if if junior sailors are, are watching that. Are they thinking? Oh, that's cool. Chief gets it. She thinks it's funny that I'm text that I'm texting them at you know three in the morning that I'm in jail and I'm drunk and I needed them to come get me because that's the only way I'm getting out. And sure, in the little skit, they you know the the real ass chief says they're on the way or whatever with a little angry face emoji. But to me, like that is the stuff that doesn't need to be talked about or said really outside the mess. I'd be saying a lot of shit outside the mess. I'd be saying a lot of shit about the chiefs, but I don't be saying shit about the junior sailors outside. Um, And I think that's where we begin fucking fucked up and called out is when we can't keep that important shit. That's important to our sailors. when we can't keep it off of the socials or, or out of other people's business.
1: Well, I have a huge problem with, um, Someone who's, like, very uh, ostentatious.
0: What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> College-educated, arriving. <laughs> what
1: the uh, Like, uh, I don't know another word for that. Like, uh, you don't <laughs> <what>? <laughs> <laughs> like very she
0: doesn't know <laughs> another word for uh, ostentatious. Hold on. Keep flashy, going.
1: Very flashy. Very flashy.
0: I, uh google finished spelling it for me yo ostentatious um keep going baby i'm I just don't mind me
1: okay they're very flashy about like
0: oh i yo all right huh, I'm we interrupt now i thought it was a u it's actually o s t e n t a t i o u s
1: us <laughs> <N-G-R>. <laughs>
0: uh it's adjective characterized by vulgar or pretentious display designed to impress or attract notice. I got a new word from a fucking <laughs> toolbox, honey. Thank you. Yes. Hey y'all, that's why I married a real educated one, yo. Uh, real educated one. Ostentatious. Right. Yes, she is ostentatious.
1: I thought that was a known word, but okay. Uh yes, yeah, she I I have a problem with ostentatious leaders. Yes. Um because like I feel like if you're a good leader, you don't have to tell people that you're a good leader. Right. Um, and I, I've had a fair share of shitty ass leadership. I'm not, and that's not in the Navy. This is like, you know, when I first became a nurse and had really bad leadership. Um, but I also can spot like being a J.O., a good chief and a bad chief, especially coming from a very chiefly family, you know? So... Um, Like if you don't show face At all Which you know I don't know if she shows face or not Like for you to come At the world on a TikTok Only on the weekends <laughs> 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 So for you to come on TikTok I'm gonna sit there and be like who the fuck are you Like who are you Right. And um, you know I want to find out where she's from I want to know who has she mentored I want to know who knows her You know, like if you sit there and be like, I don't know her. I don't know where she's from. And that's like 99% of the people in the community are just like, all right. So why is she making this real ass cheap video and no one knows who she is? Right. Like, oh, but she's very like, she's very prominent in the uh, chief mentoring pages. Is that what was said?
0: No, I didn't see that anywhere.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. anywhere. I'm just wondering. But you know what?
0: If that was said. If I, if if people were like no she she's something like that right like yeah. if I saw her all the time on uh, there's a very popular Facebook group called Basic Mentoring that's very Navy specific and stuff um if I seen her on there all the time then I, it might make more sense or something
1: sure but I also have a problem with social media leaders
0: yep go back and uh, watch uh, or listen to those podcasts.
1: Um, because, like, you know, they're so quick to, like, razzle-dazzle you on social media. Yeah. I have a couple of examples, but I'm not going to say it out loud. Um, <laughs> You know, they're very prominent on social media, but then when it comes down to it, like, where have you been when we were being shitted on? Right. You're so quick to acknowledge us on social media, but then I've never seen your face on the unit. Where yeah. Where you been at? You're praising us on on Facebook and Instagram
0: for our hard work, but
1: I have never seen you praise me with a handshake. That's all I need is a handshake and for you to acknowledge me like eye to eye to say thank you for doing such a great job or you're doing a shitty job. This is how you should do it. At least you're showing face. Yeah. But like... I don't even know if you know I existed, but dang, you went on social media to say that we're doing a great job. Damn, like I didn't even know you knew like our unit was there, <laughs> you know. And it's kind of like uh, you're—they're you, very quick to to say, "Yeah, we're we're doing it out here," you know. We're being real ass chiefs in the mess, and it just seemed like her her videos are so out of touch. Yes, you know. And it's fair. She's very. It seemed like she's very disconnected. She's very excited to wear the uniform, but has no understanding was behind wearing that
0: uniform or, or very little understanding, you know, like, yeah. um, like I said in the, in the, in the episode, like you could Google, Google it and you can find it out for yourself. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give out any names or anything because that's kind of doxing and it's not, it's It's important. But I'm not going to shed no light on it That Hashtag
1: if you know you know
0: Yeah Um, But fuck man Like You know uh, I was talking to Danny Danny B about it And we're saying you know You know what would have made it okay Is having like three or four other chiefs Like as a group Because then it would have made it like a skit That more like it would have made more people In on the joke But like when you're doing a solo performance Like that that's all you and it just makes it so much like no that's really you like that's, that's this is what you're really thinking right you, you get four five six chiefs doing it then it's like oh these guys are fucking funny like they're doing they're doing a whole skit about this dumb ass shit you know what i mean um it's I, just like when you see like you, you you saw that uh i don't know if this is one person or multiple people
1: i, mean, I honestly don't think it's like appropriate really like yeah uh, for me um like if you see a chief doing it it's funny right people think it's funny but then like when junior sailors do TikToks like that in uniform they get in trouble yeah right they go to captain's mask for it i've seen i've seen some junior sailors get captain's mask over going viral on TikTok.
0: Yeah, it's not cool. I mean, like, I'm not saying I approve and of it anyway, but. to me, but.
1: it's just like, I mean, it's just a TikTok, right? But, but like, there's a difference. Like, when I see Junior Sailors doing a TikTok, it's because they were doing some kind of dance. Because they're, like, dance.
0: 18 and 20.
1: They're doing some kind of stupid dance in a uniform, which it's not even, like, when you watch it, it's just like, oh, that's not even that bad. But it's it's bad because you're wearing the uniform and you went viral.
0: What was that challenge last year? during fucking lockdowns um where it was like the uh it would be like female uh, service members in uniform and then they i like, would cover up the camera with their hat or hand or some shit and then when they took it off they'd be all like dolled up like for the night out in town you remember that one did you see any of that one
1: i did not
0: so it, it is as i just described right they'd be in uniform and then it, it have the music or whatever and they cover up and then boom take the cover off of the camera and then they're boom you know in their going out attire and, and it looks like a whole different person right that is like okay like they're just showing that they're a person
1: yeah right
0: like they're a person outside of the yeah. uniform mm-hmm. that they're not just the uniform yeah you know that, and it was like it was a lot of females, so I could imagine it also had to do with like they're women, right? That they they have femininity or whatever <laughs> that one is, and let me Google it. But you know what I mean, like outside of the uniform, they have that. So like that, I could I could get I, I get it, right? But that's not what this was at all. At all, this was all like just cringy, biting your teeth. What? Like, this is, this is the chief. you know, Like, the, these are, these are real ass chiefs here. And my thing, too, was TikTok is only for going viral. So once you do go viral.
1: Well, she has a lot of followers. So, right. I mean, that was her, that's anyone's intention.
0: Right. Exactly. With most social media, but especially TikTok. But once you go viral and all that smoke starts billowing. And the space starts getting filled out with all that smoke and you in there with no SCBA, you better be ready to fucking just die on, die in that space, Mm -hmm. die on that hill named TikTok because you started it. You wanted it. You wanted it to be viral. That's why you make up that dumb shit. So don't be mad when people start coming for you. Right. And, and, And don't be mad when they start saying some crazy shit. And some shit, you know that that was up there, you know, on that original post has now since deleted. Some of it, I will say, was out of line. Right when someone said like, uh
1: oh, there's always like extreme right comments. You
0: know, someone Something started talking about, you know, don't nice. expect to make senior chief this and that, and you know, she got fucking butt hurt about it or whatever, and it's not very necessary. And then she put a IG case on. Cool, I get it, right? But because the comment was not necessary, right? Yeah. You don't have, you don't need to, you know, one. Whoever made that comment probably doesn't have the fucking power to dictate whether someone's going to make senior chief or not, right? Like, like who the fuck are they? But at the same time, you you just don't need to make the comment. You don't need to make a comment like that. Well,
1: but it's just more so, it was a s- stupid video.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it's like you don't. Um, like, you went viral.
1: Well, to me, like uh, that's all she wears. Is her uniform, right, on the, um, in the video. So, like, whenever... The yeah, most
0: we, of them. She has other videos that I think are non-related, like, but... Like, aren't
1: we taught, like, whenever you're wearing the uniform, like, you have to present yourself, like, professionally. You should. You're supposed to. Yeah. Uh, but, like, there was nothing professional about that video. Right. You know what I mean? Like...
0: Not, yeah, independent the, in the of, of many. Definitely and, not.
1: And, um... I don't know. I have a, a huge problem with that knife-handing shit. Yeah.
0: yeah Is it because so you got hard knife-handed hard. at ODS a lot? No. You couldn't listen?
1: Yeah. Oh, funny story. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost on the way to the bathroom <laughs> at ODS. And uh, we're, like, our 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 buildings, like, our classes are combined with OCS, okay? Yeah,
0: hey, just for y'all that might have not heard, that's ODS, not
1: D-S, yeah, not OCS. S- so, so OCS, ODS. We are already commissioned prior to going to school, so it's a knife and fork school. I say that easy knife and fork, super we're just, easy. We're being taught leadership and how to wear their uniform, militar, militarization, whatever. OCS, Hardly. you are, you are. It's it's a very long interview <laughs> to before you get commissioned. Either you make it or you don't, and surprisingly, people don't make it because it's. I mean. It's hard. I, I feel sorry for them because, like, I sit there in the galley and I'd watch them and I'd be like, damn, that sucks. That sucks. But anyway. While you're
0: stuffing that bagel in your mouth. <laughs> so, the story
1: is, I was like, damn, I need to use the bathroom. So, I go. Head.
0: It's called a head.
1: What? Yeah, same. Same, same. <laughs> I'm a civilian now. Okay. <laughs> um, So, I'm on my way to the head and... um. And then uh, there was, like, a OCS class, like, information in, like, an open space in the hallway. I was like, oh, shit, I think I'm lost. <laughs> but then the head is actually in front of where they're, go- they're in formation. And I was like, oh, no, 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 I see, I see the, the bathroom signs. Okay, let me just go in there. And then this drill instructor, because the, their drill instructors at OCS are marine drill instructors so they're constantly yelling so i had my back turn ready to go into the female head and this drill instructor goes shit mate <laughs> are you supposed to be going to the head right now and then i'm like i turn around and then i go yeah <laughs> <laughs> so he looked down at my collar devices. It already has the uh, the bar on there, right? butter bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the little butter bar. Because you know, OCS they don't. They just. I don't know what they have on their collar devices. I think just like like midshipman,
0: the little midshipman anchor thing yeah, or something. I I'm know. not sure. I'm not or sure.
1: Petty officer. I don't know. I don't. I don't. But remember. they they don't have they don't a rank device. Yeah. So then, uh, as soon as I turn around and I say yeah, he goes. Carry on, (laughs) ma'am. I turn around. I was like, yeah, bitch.
0: You are my special little one, baby. Yeah. And with that, Hey, we out. All right. We'll just wrap it on that. That's good to go. Um, you're so silly (laughs) i love you hey stay tuned we're gonna uh we're gonna do this at the end of the month every month um just kind of talk shit about the episodes and have some fun while the kids are sleeping we're uh you know a couple bottles in so uh thanks for joining us and putting up with us and you know hey uh there's more to come it's coming every month and uh (laughs) i had a nasty joke in there (laughs) Bye. (laughs) bye For more information on how you can support the podcast, please visit us at anchor.fm backslash Podcast. The information, views, and opinion expressed in this podcast are solely of Joshua Moore and the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent the DOD, DON, or those of the respective institutions or organizations. Thanks for joining us.